This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I am such a savage maniac that I have destroyed any fandom that Sherry may have ever had. I smashed the treadmill through the blind, through the window. I think leaving the house for two days. Yeah, that'll do it. Taking the wedding DVD and snapping in half wasn't looked beautifully upon. That's tough. Vinegar on the computer, all these different things I don't think have made her love football. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. On 98.7 ESPN. All right, the big 9 o'clock hour. DNR with you, 98.7 ESPN. Obviously, a lot of football today. We are down to just two. The Super Bowl is in uh, 13 days from right now. I will will say this. Maybe I'm wrong because the Lions really represented very well until the final 27 minutes of the game. I think this is probably the be- the most intriguing matchup that we could have had. You think? The most intriguing matchup? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, these these I I mean, there's something about Mahomes that's magical. Yeah, Niners. I'm sure the NFL. So I'm sure the NFL's happy about it. Got Mahomes. Well, got Kelsey. Is there any combination the NFL would have been like, oh no? No, no. You know what I'm saying though. I mean, I so here's uh, before you give me your little nuggets that yep. you did all the work getting. Um, all right, let's play the game. Give me some uh, give me some theme show music, Raymond, please. Game show. I love music, that, he, that he has show. game show music just at the ready. Yeah, I can't even speak today. All right, so let's guess. Now this is from Front Office Sports. Okay. How much? The other brand. How much brand value Taylor Swift has generated for the Chiefs in the NFL? Wow. Um. Wonder how they would calculate this. All right, I'm going to say. I'll tell you right now. So this, uh, the the figure that I'm going to give you after you guess, it includes print, digital, radio, TV highlights, and social media going back to Swift's first game in September. I mean, this I, I'm going to be completely guessing, so it's not going to be. Could I could be completely off base? I'm going to say two hundred and thirty million dollars. Two hundred and thirty million. Uh big winner of the day, R.J. Santillo. I think you're right, assuming it's several hundred million. I'll say... You're going to go higher then, aren't you? Yeah, a little bit. See, I feel it's unfair that I went first. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I will say 298. 298. Uh, Raymond. You know what? I think she breaks 300 million. So I'm going to say 300. 331 and a half million. Wow. Oh. Raymond, you're getting good at these games now, Raymond. I'm, nice I'm actually paying you. attention. <laughs> so you used to not pay attention. Is what you're saying. All right, so here we go. Points per game in the regular season for Lamar Jackson. What do you think? Uh, it, as an offense? Yeah. Lamar Jackson led offense regular season points per game on average. Um, who they got to be 20, 28. Come on. You got it on the on the number. Did I really? You, you've seen this, haven't you? I swear to God, I didn't you're, see you're it. You're just that level of genius. I'm that, listen, I'm, I'm locked in today. Wow. All right. So 28 is accurate. Postseason points per game. This is going to be way lower. Um, 17. 16. 
close. 16. That's a, that's, I mean, that's a wild difference, isn't it? Uh, it's 10. Yeah. And, and, and you know what makes it even worse? We just read through the 17 playoff games that Patrick Mahomes has ever played, and the numbers are equally good, if not better, than they are in the regular season. Yeah. I mean, this is, again, I mean, that's why he's at a different level than everyone else. Some guys are just, dude, some guys, and we're getting a chance to witness this, man. I mean, there's a reason why he's been to six straight AFC Championship games. There's a reason why he's going to his fourth Super Bowl. Because he's the best. Because he's the best. And, and and there's not even a, okay, so right now, as we stand here right now, yep. and this season has played out the way it's played out, and we're prisoners of the moment, or, or you're not, or whatever avenue you want to go on. The best quarterback in football, we're done, right? Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes, yep. Who's two? Burrow. Three? Josh Allen. Four? A Lamar. You still go Lamar four, huh? I still go Lamar. He's, he's going to win his second MVP. He's almost like the opposite of Eli Manning. I mean, listen, his defense did him no favors either by giving up touchdowns in the first two possessions. You're right. But if I would have told you that the Chiefs scored 17 points, you would have assumed that Baltimore is going to win that game. I would have liked their chances, yeah. You would, you would have signed for that in a heartbeat. I think, we're, I think we, I actually, in, in all honesty, though, I think that people kind of understate how good the Chiefs' defense is, though, too. I don't think people realize how good their defense is. That, that being said, the game plan for what Baltimore did yesterday was, was criminal. It made no sense. It, it legitimately made no sense, especially knowing that, I mean, you watch, I'm sure you watched the tape of what happened with the Kansas City Buffalo game, and they rushed for over a buck eighty in that game. The Buffalo like, like Bills. How, how could you watch a team that I think offensively you're at least equally as good as take the football and run it down the Chiefs' throat, and you don't even attempt to do that? I had six carries from your running backs. That to me, I don't know what's worse—the offensive game plan for the Ravens yesterday, or what Dan Campbell did in the second half yesterday. I'd probably say the offensive game plan for the Ravens. Awful. I still had a chance, though. I mean, if Flowers doesn't Flowers doesn't fumble that ball, I mean, if Lamar doesn't throw, I throw it into triple coverage. I mean, likely yeah, Rex made me laugh. He said, "Throw it into a team meeting." Did he? Oh, that's what they, <laughs> dude. Likely, likely had his hand up, like he was open. Well, and there was two guys in front of him, and then a guy came from behind him too. I mean, there was three. Like, yeah, I'm right here, right here. Yep, throw right here. Yeah, that was bad. Really bad. Let's get to some of the calls because we do have a, a, a packed stuff you missed in about seven minutes. Let's go to Tony in Middletown. Hey, Tony, you're on 98.7. Middletown. Hey, Tony Dave, in Middle in- today? Great. 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 <laughs> good good job, Raymond. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys. Just hey. two quick things on what you, what you just touched on. Um, one thing, I mean, hey, Tom Coughlin rules are you take the points. I don't, I don't know what, you know, hey, they say Campbell, he always does this, whatever. Crap. You take the points, especially in a game like this. He blew it, and there's there's no excuse for that. And then the Ravens game, I mean, that comes down to coaching. You got to tell your guys, hey, look, in an in intensity, an in intense situation, don't 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 give me a penalty, uh, you know, when the clock is not running. You know, this button head, you know, button heads with another guy's helmet oh. is just that's that's like uh, junior, yeah, that's high school football. If, at this at this level, if your guys can't uh, compete and and stay composed, then they don't deserve to win. So, and Lamar Jackson, I don't, I don't know what his deal. He's he's not ready for prime time. I think he's ready for for. He's a great regular season quarterback. He can beat up the thanks for the call, Tony. He can beat up the Texans and the the, the lesser teams in the postseason. I'm I'm sorry, I don't trust him in a, in a huge playoff game. And he's he's shown me nothing to make me trust him in a huge playoff game. No, I just don't understand. Like I, 
I don't understand when they're sitting in that meeting. It's like Todd Munkin, like why why the decision was made, or if that was something that. I mean, does does Lamar want to prove to people something? I mean, is that part of it? Yeah, but when we're not running our offense based on what Lamar wants to prove to people. Uh, I mean, it's why you have. I mean, he's the MVP. I mean, that's kind of why you have a job, right? I mean, you, we're running the offense based on what's going to give us the best chance to win, and the best chance to win is not Lamar dropping back a million times and throwing the ball from the pocket. That that is the opposite of what gives us the best chance to win. No, we want to stick to what you guys do really well, which is run the ball and have Lamar Jackson's ability to run the create ball. plays. Right. Yeah, we're really weird. Uh, John in Staten Island. Hi, John. You're on 987 ESPN. Hey, Dave. Hey, Rick. Uh, congratulations to RJ, uh, the glue of your show, the greatest show in the morning. Um, hey, uh, you know, everybody's talking about, um, you know, the KFC has a great defense, but I tell you, Andy Reid had some game plan, uh, the way he basically ran the ball and took the ball out of Lamar's hands. And, uh, hey, Dave, I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, you basically, the last time we spoke, uh, you told me I need to check into a psych ward because I said Andy Reid um, was a better coach than Bill, Bill Belichick. So now, being that now that um, Rex Ryan basically said the same thing I said, that he can't well, Rick, win without Rick, Brady. I think, wait, I wait, think let Rex me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, go ahead. Let me finish. Go ahead. And that it, your boy, the greatest coach, so-called greatest coach, can't get a job, and he's getting outbeat for jobs by defensive coordinators who never won anything. Um, are you, did you change your stance a little bit with Andy Reid? Not even, not even a little bit. Not, not even a little bit. Maybe me telling you to check into a psych ward was going too far, but every day, my wife, my wife got a kick out of that. Good. Every day, every day of the week, I would take Belichick over. My uh, wife, my wife agrees with you with the psych ward thing. She, she, uh, she laughed her ass off on that. But, no, um, I, I, I mean, I don't understand. Thanks for the call, John. How did we get to the point, Rick? Where being negative or not giving Belichick his credit and due has become like a, a, a normal, popular stance. I don't know, dude, because I would have to. I mean, I think if probably a lot of it is the people that want to give all the credit to Brady. So by giving the credit to Brady, you want to which is tear absurd. down Bill Belichick, which is absurd. I think both can be great. I think both, the reason why Tom are, Brady was the greatest great. is because. They go hand in hand, man. I mean, listen, you need to win as many championships as they won to to do what Andy Reid is doing now is you need to have, especially in this sport, you need to have a great quarterback. And both of those coaches, I think, play play because Andy Reid's doing it still, and Bill Belichick played a huge part in Tom Brady becoming what Tom Brady became. It wasn't like Tom Brady burst on the scene and was carrying those Patriots teams to championships. It was their defense, right. which is Bill Belichick's specialty. Right, and I so think- the, first, the first title they went over the Rams – Defensively, the last title they won over the Rams. Remember, the offense did nothing. It was a, cl- it was a clinic. Oh, that was a terrible football game. Yeah, but it was defensively. It was a clinic. Okay, exactly. I don't under, Like, I would never sit here and say Brady is not amazing and give him all the credit. I think they both deserve a ton of credit. I think it's the best coaching quarterback combination we've ever seen. Reed is terrific. Mahomes is sensational, and they're on their way. But is is Reed better than Belichick? I would never say that's the case. Oh, who knows? Listen, I mean, at the end of the day, depending on how long Andy Reid wants to stick around with Patrick Mahomes, remember, this is only Patrick Mahomes' sixth year. Right. I mean, he's so, got another, what, 10 years left? Yeah, right. So, I mean, if Andy Reid wants to stick around by the end of the, by the end of it, Andy Reid would, would probably have more wins than Bill Belichick. Like, he's like, that's how good this thing has the potential to be. But I think the reason why Bill Belichick doesn't have a job is because he's 71 years old. No one knows how long he's going to stick around. And when you bring him in, 
you're handing over your franchise to That's Bill right. Belichick. Apparently, Arthur Blank wanted to hire him, and other people within the organization are like, we we just can't do it. Right. Well, I think that's part of like the reason why, you know, as much as you're interviewing Bill Belichick, I'm sure Bill Belichick's also interviewing you. Like, I'm sure he is. Like, probably going to have to get rid of this guy. We're going to have to get rid of this guy. Yeah, he wants to make sweeping changes. And I guess it's fair to say, do you want a, a head coach to come in and make sweeping changes as he's about to turn 72 years old? And then leave. Right, because you know he's not going to be there for that long. Dale in Queens. Good morning, Dale. Hey, good morning, Rick. Nice to hear you from you guys again. How are you? Hey, thanks for making the call, man. Appreciate it. Good, good. I want to ask you about the Ravens-Chiefs game yesterday. Um, do you think the fact that John Harbaugh only having to run him back carry six times and making Lamar run more, did it that game highlight why the running back position is undervalued, kind of um, underrated? So, so, I just wanted to get you guys thoughts. Like, no. should running back be more valuable? In the, I think so. Um, I think so. I do. Uh, I, I would. I would not agree with that. I do for what they ask him to do. I think it. I mean, it, I think it should be. I think that they've done it on purpose because just uh, the longevity is not great, and their ability to stay healthy because they take an absolute beating. Yeah, Christian, yeah, McCaff- yeah. Christian McCaffrey is a vital piece to that offense. Without him, they're a completely different team. Vital. But I think that what they've done is they've depressed the market on purpose. Well, because per- they don't. Purpose just, or not, bad. the market is depressed. Well, yeah, but I think they've done it on purpose. I think it was a calculated effort by the owners because it's just not a. It's not a great long term investment. Because it's just what they're asking them to do. How many times they touch the ball, the beating that they take. It's tough for those guys to stay healthy for 17 games. Right. And most of them don't. I mean, I think this might be the first year McCaffrey stayed healthy all the way through. Saquon is never healthy, right? I mean, Derrick Henry seems to be healthy for the most part. Uh, Zeke Elliott, right? First first contract, great. Second contract, they, they, they got rid of him. Well, you know it's what like, the other fear is, too, though? In, in all seriousness, though, and you've seen this happen, is how quickly it goes, how, how quickly they fall off a cliff. You know what I mean? Like it happens for a running back. It usually happens fast. And how easy it is for the most part to find a replacement. Uh, yeah, for most, but not for the, for I, the I most part. All. No, no, no. I mean, like, like when you have to replace Christian McCaffrey, that's going to be tough. When you have to replace Saquon, that's going to be tough. But I'm saying for the most part, you can. They're very interchangeable. I mean, look at the Lions. Do you do you, do you think David Montgomery's very good? Uh he's not Jameer Gibbs though. Right. Okay, but he's very good, right? No, but I think I don't know if that's a great example because they used the first round pick on Jameer Gibbs. Right, but you, but you, but my point is, but Montgomery had a terrific season and is a valuable piece, and you sign him as a free agent. I understand that, but there are certain there are certain run back there are certain running backs that are that are better that are able to do more things than just a running back. I get your point. I'm not disagreeing with your point, but I also think there is a there is a a difference between what Christian McCaffrey is able to do. And other other running backs are able to do. Of course, there are. And there's a reason why Detroit felt like, hey, we want Jameer Gibbs' skill set is not just a running back. He is able to do things that make him a mismatch for defenses. Jameer Gibbs really is special. He is, you, and I'm sure I'm sure get, he's kicking himself in the ass for fumbling that football. I'm sure he is. Was that the play to you that changed everything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, R.J. R.J. Yes, Dave. I mean, you're gonna. I imagine you're gonna. Be very jovial during today's stuff you missed. I'd say it's a probably a, a safe bet. I'll, I'll try not to be obnoxious. I don't want to anger people, which I've clearly you've already you've already done that today. Yeah, I've clearly done that. Who do you feel has been the, the kindest to you today with your your team's success? I think you've all been very kind. Yeah, I don't think anyone has been anything even close to to the opposite. Uh, because you forgot to eat today, guess who's bringing you in a beautiful buttered bagel tomorrow? No, no more bagels. No, no, no. I just a celebratory bagel. No, no more bagels. 
I, I need to be cut off. You want a Danish then? <laughs> no, I don't. A big, nice coffee roll? I think you should have one. No, no. No, he can't. God forbid. No, 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 no. Um, you you can't now. No, now this I got to get my billboard right around the corner. Kind of form. Oh. That's right. Are, you, are we going to wax you up or anything for this? I'm going to look gorgeous. You want to wax or no? Yeah, no, he's got. He's got to be all natural. Come on. No. I, no, I, I, get I, I get want lotions. I want wax. I want everything. <laughs> I want people to look at me like, boy, he's glistening. Oh yeah, I, I want oils. Right I want oils on me. Absolutely. You want? You want like a fake tan? No, Kelly Clarkson. Do I want a what? You want a fake tan or anything? A spray tan? Spray tan? Oh, gee. Uh, yeah. I'm whatever. Whatever it takes to look gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, we got to do. We need like a glam day for you to get you all ready for this big. Yeah, photo maybe shoot. I'll take a few days off and just undergo a pampering <laughs> kind of thing. I don't know. Let's not get crazy. Well, I'll take off like probably three days. You know, eyebrows waxed and you know, shave under my armpits. The whole the whole nine get yards. A whole Manny Petty. Ugh. Yeah, the whole thing. That's all we need. You're not taking days off. Don't even do that. Do you know three. I can't handle no it? No more than I know, three. I can't handle it. You'd be fine. Yeah, I'll, stick, I'll give you Grasso for a couple days. Show doesn't skip a beat. Great. Uh, RJ. Yes, Dave. It's your time. Now. See ya. The shit you missed. All right, so obviously you didn't miss the football games yesterday, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend like anyone did. But a couple things you may have missed, perhaps Travis Kelsey, we mentioned earlier, now is the most playoff receptions of all time, breaking a previous tie with Jerry Rice. And you remember the unintended pass to himself from Lamar Jackson? That was amazing. It really was. Out of nowhere, he had full speed. There were three Chiefs there, all aiming to catch that ball. Lamar comes down with it. But by the way, how far was he from like going the distance on that play? I was close. Right? Well, no one, it, it, did you, like when the ball went up in the air, I was like, what, what the, it, oh, there's nope. Lamar, he just caught it. No, I, I, the last person I thought was going to catch that football was Lamar Jackson. Uh, pretty outstanding. And with that, a little bit of local flavor. So he became... The first player to throw and catch a pass to himself that long since this is super random. Um, Local. I'll even say your team, Dave. Not Daniel Jones. Kent Graham. Oh, God. In 1998. Again, very random. That is uh, random. Yeah. Uh, Where did he go to college, RJ? I don't know. Uh, he started Ohio State, transferred to Notre Dame. That's amazing that you know that. I don't even know if it's a good thing, but you do know that. Well, uh, Niners are one-point favorites in the Super Bowl, which I absolutely hate right now. Uh, other news around the NFL, Kellen Moore, new OC of the Eagles. Joe Brady, the permanent OC of the Bills. And the Browns are hiring Ken Dorsey, former OC of the Bills, now with the Browns. A lot of moving and shaking there. Raiders have interviewed Cliff Kingsbury for their OC job. And Sharon Moore is the next head coach of Michigan, taking Jim Harbaugh's spot. You got all that? Uh, yeah, I'm taking notes. That was a lot. Uh, bad news, uh, I'm sorry, Rangers fans. Philip Heedle, done for the season, relates back to head injuries. This does not sound good whatsoever. So he's going to miss it. What was the story, Raymond, that he was just skating the other day and they had to take him off the ice because he wasn't I, feeling well? See, I don't know exactly what happened, but it, it was him on the ice. It was uh, Jake LeCision and it was Zach Jones, I believe. And I I don't know what happened, but he had to come off the, the ice like soon after. I hate hearing that. I hate hearing that. We hope he can get well very, very soon. Uh, Patrick Laine, not good for the Blue Jackets. He's entered the player assistance program, going to be out for undisclosed amount of time while getting treatment. 
Good news. If you're in Edmonton. How about the Oilers? They don't lose. Teen in a row, tied for the second longest win streak ever in the NHL. They will try to break it out. They have to go on ice for a minute because of the All-Star break, so they're not back until February 6th. They play at Vegas. Was that a, a pun there? A little bit. They have to go on ice? That's cute. A little bit. Nice. I'm sure all you want to do right now is keep playing. If we learned this last week, if they win one more, they will tie the record set by. Let's see if you remember, Dave. Oh, the Penguins? Yeah, of 1992. Yeah. That's right. That's nice by you. You see? And you say I never pay attention to you. I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. Just sometimes. Uh, Austin Matthews has 40 goals already, by the way. Yep. So that's nice. Uh, Zach Parise, remember him? He's back. He's going to play with the Avs for the rest of the season. And Rick, you alluded to this a couple of times. Uh, USA Hockey has mandated neck laceration protection for all players 18 and younger. It makes no sense not to wear it. So that's going to be like the wave of the future, right? Everybody at some point will be wearing that? Yeah, the hope is that, I mean, they mandate it now, so you just right. now you get used to it and you just continue to wear it. Right, so the next generation all comes up wearing that. Good. I don't know how you don't wear it now anyway. There's some guys that are wearing it. TJ Oshie owns a company that specializes in this stuff, and it's like a, it's like a, how do, or what's the material called? The stuff that you'd wear under your equipment. Like a dry fit kind of material? Yeah. Like a, kind of like a spandexy dry fit material that just has a thing that comes up, covers your neck like a turtleneck, and it's... It's skate resistant. I, guys are so fast and big. It, I mean, it's it would happen so quick you wouldn't even see it coming. Hmm. To not wear one seems because it doesn't look cool seems ridiculous. Uh, how about Luca over the weekend? Luka Doncic, seventy three points, high scoring game this season. I guess take that, Joel Embiid, fourth highest scoring game ever, high scoring game since Kobe's eighty one. Uh, Devin Booker also had sixty two points. Are going wild lately, uh, but they lost to the Pacers. Did the Suns? Obi Toppin broke the tie late with a putback, three seconds left. Do you know who might play basketball tonight? Might. Oh, I know. I know. Rick. He plays for the Nets. That's right. I don't buy into it. <laughs> and, and I'd like to make this prediction. If he plays tonight, he's injured soon. Doesn't last for long. Oh, my wow. goodness. What? Oh my. I'm not saying I want that to happen. I'm just saying that's what I see. Uh, he is Ben Simmons. That's what he sees. That's what I see. Yeah, he, Madam Cleo. He has not played. I can't help that I see the future. <laughs> he has not played since November the 6th. 38 games. I told you February. You didn't believe me. You did. I, I did don't. not believe you. I still don't. Uh, yeah, Dave, that's a, that's a, that's a rough hot troubling. take. It's troubling. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Adam Silver, close to signing an extension to remain NBA commissioner through the end of the decade. Zach Eady, tough for Rutgers. Rutgers hung, t- hung tough in this game. But Zach Eady hits 2,000 career points in a win over Rutgers. Number two Boilermakers had to work. They win by eight over Rutgers, but they had to, they had to earn it. Max Scherzer, Jacob DeGrom, both aiming to be back sometime middle summer. Scherzer is working through a herniated disc in his lower back, and DeGrom said he plans to start throwing again after elbow surgery sometime uh, in the in the spring portion of the calendar. Cubs and Hector Norris agree to a one-year deal, as do Adam Fraser and the Royals. And Dave, Yannick Sinner. Yep. Stormed back against Medvedev to win the Aussie Open. And for, and for what I understand, because I'm a big tennis fan now, this is a bit of a, a problem for Medvedev. It's the second time it's happened at the Australian Open. Yeah, this is... What, that he lost a two-set lead? Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, but Sinner is playing at such a high level. But you're, you're right. I mean, to win the first two sets and then fall for the next three is not a, not a great look. Medvedev has lost five times in six major finals. There was a huge, they kept showing the stat, the graphic, the, the time spent on the court in the tournament. It was a huge disparity between how much time Sinner had spent on the court and how much Medvedev had spent on the court. And uh, on the women's side, 
Sabalenka rolls to her second straight Australian Open title. And that is the bleep you missed. That's it? That's all of it. Hmm. I thought you were going to more. I feel, like we, I feel like we got it all. I, no, think he, I, I mean, he went everywhere. He had college basketball. He had I thought tennis. there'd be a little more. I mean, you hockey. didn't mention Ed Cooley's return to Providence. That didn't get thrown in there. Like, just there's some things that thought were. You're the, the only one that cares about Georgetown. You have high demands. They beat Rangers the Senators, scored seven relax. unanswered goals. They beat Ottawa. Relax. All right, Islanders lose again. Well, listen, the way the Rangers were playing, that was, that was a big deal, Rick. The Rangers needed to get those yeah, goals. Desperately. Down I understand. Nothing. Islanders lost the alumni game. Yeah, they did. How'd you know they lost the alumni game? Well, I didn't know. They did. How come you weren't involved in the alumni game? Uh, Because I just couldn't do it. Did they Um, ask you? Yeah, they lost the Rangers. It was Islanders alumni versus Rangers alumni. Hank was showing off. He he was ready to go. They brought Hank back. Yeah, they brought in the secret weapon. I guess from what I was told, we've been beating up on the uh, the Rangers alumni. So the the Rangers alumni beat the Islanders alumni? Are you are you are you listening to the (laughs) show? You say we lost. I didn't know who you played. Where did you go for the last thirty seconds? Archie, did I not say the Islanders alumni well, lost the Rangers the, alumni? The, the dogs ran away, so Sherry's texting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. Is you that a good do, thing or a bad you thing? you going to do something about that? Or are you just going to let I? nature take its course? Well, listen, what happens, happens. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> boy. <laughs> Between that and the Ben Simmons oh, prediction, this no. is tough. <laughs> what a segment this has so, been so for you. I, I, I could imagine what the text back, back to Sherry is. I just punt. Rangers beat the Islanders. Good. The Rangers beat the Islanders alumni. Great news. Did Barry Beck score? I'll punch you right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Did Graves play? No, shut up. I don't know who played. I didn't play in it. Were you I don't not know what Rangers play? played? I think Del Zotto played. I don't know what the Rangers Zotto played. Del Zotto played. Del Zotto's like thirty. I know because they were sick he's and tired alum- of losing. He's alumni. He right. counts. He's a young man. <laughs> yeah. Well, they needed. They wanted to win. Was it? Was it? Was it a destruction? They killed him. I think it was six. To, I don't. I think it was six to four. Oh, so that's close. Do you have any? How do you have time on ice stats? I do not have time on ice stats. I saw one goal. I saw the the, the highlight of one goal. It looked like a deflection that Scatchard scored in front of the net. I don't know. You're asking me questions. I don't. I'm way late. I mean, all the Islanders, Rangers, you know, old people playing. It's just it's unnecessary. You let us here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can we break, please? I guess. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I have these Superbox Bonanza. Bonanza is oh. what I have. 
Very nice. I don't know if we do it now or I'm thinking maybe like towards the end of the segment. Or maybe in the middle. I don't know. I'm a loose cannon with this. Yeah, I like it. Surprise people. So at any moment, I can just go right into it. Any moment. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like it a lot. So do you have your, because it feels like I'm the only one on the show who's having it, especially RJ doesn't because he's got the huge game coming up. Um, but just like depression today of like, ugh, this coming weekend, no football. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I don't think it's really, it really hasn't. Uh, hasn't sunk in yet, has no, it? No, it hasn't sunk in yet. It's going to. And I made a mistake because I had this, I had this, this gorgeous plan for yesterday with what I was going to eat and everything else. And it didn't, it didn't happen. So there was some depression there. You botched the menu yesterday? I botched it. Yeah, because things changed. We ended up having, I ended up doing sushi on Saturday, which screwed up the Sunday. I was going to have You pizza. were going to do sushi during football? No, no. I did sushi on Saturday. Right, I got that. Which wasn't the plan. So that in turn, my wife said, no, nah, we already had sushi on Saturday. I don't want to have pizza on Sunday. So she got, we didn't What have sense pizza. does that make? I don't know, but that's what Honestly, happened. I love Cass. Th- that doesn't make sense. Why would sushi on Saturday take pizza on Sunday off the table? Because, because, I'll tell you why. Because we had food we were supposed to eat on Saturday, leftovers that weren't eaten uh. on Saturday that needed to eat, be eaten on Sunday. So she's, she refuses to let food spoil. It's got to be used as a leftover now. Correct. So I had to clean out the fridge instead of getting my pizza. So I have That's, to wait till the Super Bowl. So now you've got to wait two weeks to have pizza. Right. Are you going to be in, involving in a Super Bowl party? Probably not, no. I hate those. I know you do. I hate them. I don't mind them. If, it, if it's with the right people, I don't mind it. No, because no, here's the thing, and this is going to sound awful, but I'm going to say it anyway. I have a higher knowledge of football than most. I think that's fair, right? Like, that's, that's, that's not like saying anything that's out of line, is it? It's a little arrogant. Okay, but it's true. And I'm not arrogant about a lot, but my football knowledge is... So I don't want to watch a game where people are going to be like, oh... With these stupid comments and then, oh, when did the commercial? Oh, I, I can't wait for Dolly Parton's commercial. I don't want that. I don't want any part of that. I'll lock away at my house. Yeah, well, just why can't you invite friends over that have a no. similar football knowledge? Because nobody does. Well, because you don't have friends. No, I have friends. Nobody has similar. None of my friends. That's not true. Some of them do, probably. But none of them have this level of knowledge. Well, we used to have really nice uh, team parties for the Super Bowl, and it was great. Food was awesome. You had the yeah. guy sitting around watching the game. No one was asking stupid questions. RJ. Uh, RJ. Yes. You don't go to the game, which we're going to try to get you to go. You don't go to the game. You going to go to a Super Bowl party? No, I'm going to watch by myself. You don't want anybody near you? I mean, my family can be there. They live there. But that's it. <laughs> what if I come over and hold you like a little baby and console you just in case things go sideways? No. I just want to be by myself if that happened. What if I Would put you in the cry? baby corner and walk around? No, I wouldn't cry. I would just be... It's really hard because you immediately have to pivot into a non-football world. but Because you, it hits you from all angles. Especially doing this job. You're going to come in and talk about it. It's all I consume anyway, is sports and football. So it's like all your interests are taken away from you. It's terrible. And given the calendar, like the time of year, it's not even like you really have much else to you, turn you know, to. No, you can't jump into another sport. Yeah, I mean, you do the best they can, or best you can, but there's no real safety net to catch you. You're just falling. It's there's a lot of options, though, if you're looking. I'm just telling you now. I, what I do mean, you mean? I, you mean I like watch, TVs and movies? No, I watch Pickleball this weekend. Oh, come on. I watch Pickleball. I watch oh, the uh, women's golf. Uh, stop it. It was a nice playoff. I I'd watched. rather cut off a foot than, 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 uh, come than on. the things you're talking. No, I'm serious. Like, come on. on. 
Come you, on, you, that's you, crazy. You're sitting, you're sitting here talking about football, the Super Bowl, and then you're like, well, there's options. I could watch pickleball or women's golf or men's golf. I mean, come on. Talk about cutting off a foot. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. I All right, fine. Does he need the foot? Let's be honest. Let's call it what it is. What does that mean? I, I'm a great walker. Yeah, an elite, right. You've seen me. I be- walk beautifully. I think you with one foot, you with two feet doesn't make much of a difference. It makes a huge difference. You don't use them very much. I have beautiful feet, too. Yeah, why would you cut one off? To sell well, I wouldn't it? want to, but I'm just saying I'd rather. I mean, but I mean, what, a, what an awful. The fact that you guys look at my foot comment as the way you're going to attack this is embarrassing. You said He's like, don't worry. Don't worry. Football season ends, but there's so many options like pickleball or ladies golf. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. <laughs> it's a bit extreme. I, you, listen, you're not wrong. I'm not going to go watch those things, but I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to cut my foot off. All right. So maybe I went them. too far. But the fact that you guys are not noticing that this guy's like you have many options. I was trying to be supportive. No, you're being stupid. No. They're options. They're not great options, they're but they're options. options. What are you going to watch a shuttlecock fly all over the place? <laughs> no, I try to That's keep badminton. I try to keep that off my screen. That's badminton. That's not badminton. It's badminton. Whatever the hell it what is. is. What did he say? He's calling it badminton. <laughs> <laughs> it's not badminton. It's like, like the first time I thought you were kidding. There was like a joke there. You're serious. You thought the name of the sport was badminton? No, I know how it's spelled. Bad. Yeah, right. It's badminton. Could you, I could see this guy, like, next Monday, I'm like, oh, man, no more football. He's like, don't worry, there's a big dodgeball game on tonight. <laughs> I'm just trying to expand your horizons a little bit. That's it. Yeah. I know it's tough. I'm just trying to ease you into it, to, to the transition it, it, away it, from football. It, it, it's terrible. And Dan Campbell's got to live with this all off season now. Yeah, no kidding. I bet he still feels good about it. He can't. He's going to say to himself that the guy was open. Play was there. He's going to make a better, make better throw, better he's catch. He's screwed up. Even Rex Ryan, who didn't want to cr- critique him and criticize him, who was rooting for the Lions, is like, no, I would have I kicked the field goal there. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be the universal thought is that he should have kicked the field goal there. So who gets killed the most today? Ravens or the Lions? Uh, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell? Yeah, he's number one. Number public enemy one is Dan Campbell? Yeah. Who else loses today? Josh Reynolds got to lose today. Uh, yeah, but he's not. Uh, listen, it's Josh Reynolds, though. Right, I mean, nobody it's gonna cares be, about Josh Reynolds. It's going to be right. Lamar. It's going to be that coaching staff. Todd Munkin, big loser today. Yeah. John Harbaugh, big loser today. Yeah, but I would say the biggest, uh, the most, uh, it, it's going to affect Dan Campbell the most, and it will affect Lamar the most because he had an opportunity to kind of put himself at that next level. Which he's clearly not at. All right, you're talking about two MVPs. You're talking about now beating Mahomes to get to the Super Bowl. That's... That gets you into that upper echelon. Right. It puts you in, in a different category. But that loss yesterday was, and again, I get it. He's a young guy, but look at, the, we've discussed this every single day, forever. Look at the AFC, what you're going to have to deal with. Right. And you had, I mean, you had the number one seed and you had the game at home. Right. Against the, against the Kansas City Chiefs offense that hasn't, now, the playoffs different, but for the post, I mean, for the, for the regular season wasn't. They really were not. They really were not great. And I, I asked Rex a question. I, I wonder how, how, if they were bored during the regular season. Yeah, bored or just having the opportunity to kind of the luxury of trying to figure things out. So when right, you do get because you knew you were going to win the division anyway, right? So I don't know. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I'm trying to help you guys get through, like, cope with the fact that the NFL is leaving, and you guys I'm are going to attack I'm me. Cope. 
And and my partner in crime, John Winter, walks in. He's like, "You're right. This it couldn't be worse." Right. And you both hate the Super Bowl. I get it. Yeah, you like peas and carrots, you two. Because he's great. Yeah, I know. I understand. I got to be honest. John and I host this show. I think it goes to places it's never been before. Yeah, seven to ten. At night. No. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. John has a, a vivacious personality. Weekends only. <laughs> no. no <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got an email, by the way. Oh, good. Uh, this comes from Mikey Slattery. I'm sure it's not going to be flattery. Hearing you guys do an autopsy with chainsaws on my lines a day after they lose makes me want to jump off a building. Oh, no. RJ sounds like a real bleep. And I've actually <laughs> liked him a lot since the Michael K. Show days. <laughs> Most of these callers couldn't tell you the difference between man and zone and haven't seen their team have half the success the Lions have had this season. These clowns don't know 1% of the football knowledge Dan Campbell has. Mike, here's the thing. I think you're right on that. It doesn't mean he, he was great yesterday, and he was bad. That's the truth. The fact is that his and, and his, his mindset is he's, he's, he's reckless. He's, he's dangerous in the way he goes for, for fourth down plays. I just it's understanding the moment, though, too. Like that's the thing. That's the biggest problem I have with him. He wanted to go at the end too. of the first half, right? It and it was like right, right, right there on, on on the the you know hedging. What do I do in that moment? Yeah, I mean, I think I texted you guys. It took every ounce of self control from the kick the field goal there. God, he I'm, again, he's he's dangerous. But that's what pisses me off about analytics and baseball too. Sometimes it's like you got to You have to also. I get you have the numbers and everything else to support whatever decision you're going to make. But you also have to. I mean, you have to manage or coach with what you're seeing also. It's like you get in situations where, yeah, you know, this guy third time through the lineup, they can't wait to get out there and, and rip him off the mound. And it's like, well, are, have you watched what's happened so far? Like, it's just, it's like you also have to manage moment situation. Right. You have to play to the feel of the game. And that was a chance right there to go back up 17 points. Because you're also, I mean, you're at that point, you're coaching against the clock, too. You already got the lead. Well, he, but he said just the opposite. He said he wasn't coaching. It wasn't just trying to bleed the clock out. Well, no, yeah, San Francisco was. He thought for, he thought that was going to be the death now. If he could, if he could pick up that first down, and it and probably would have. Well, but even if you pick up the first down, it's more time. But there's no guarantee you're going to score a touchdown still. Well, there's no guarantee he's going to not do the same thing if it's you know fourth and three from the nine. I just think at that point the points are more important. Well, and you make it a three score game. How many times do you think that San Francisco touches the ball in the final twenty two minutes of the game? Well, and on top of that, you match their field goal. Right. So now what you've done is you're in the exact same spot you were in, and you've taken eight minutes off the clock. Right. So any momentum that they thought might have, they might have had because they went down and, and scored. Now, well, okay. Well, we just scored a field goal. Now we're back to seven. It, it was really like a bad confluence of events, though, right? Then they throw the bomb. It goes off the guy's helmet up into the air. IU yep. catches it at the four. Then they actually stopped them twice, and I was wondering, would they go for it on the fourth down? But IU catches the touchdown, and then... Then you get the turnover. Then you had the fumble, and and then and then everything changed. Then you Once had the that three was an out, right? The three and out, and the drop pass on third down. Like yeah. everything went. It, it just it was it was running downhill against Detroit. Yeah, it started to spiral out of control, and they couldn't stop it. I, I know that RJ is going to be annoyed with me for saying this, but like, I don't know. There was something really special and magical about that Detroit team. I think it would have been really fun to see them in the Super Bowl. I think this will be a better game because I think Kansas City would have waxed them. But I, there was something really special about that Lions team. Well, they haven't been to a Super Bowl as a franchise, correct? Never. No, right. no, never. In fact, so, I just saw this. I think they're 0-12 they're on the road in their postseason history. That's right. I also saw that stat. Yeah. No, they've yeah, never been a good story, never but been. still. I mean, they had a, they had a, a, a chance, a, a, an unbelievable chance 
to end up in the Super Bowl, and they they found a way to lose multiple like, ways. Like this was the like we mentioned this before, the biggest deficit any team has ever blown in the championship game. And you know what it is too, though, man. It's like it, it's not the same thing, but it just it's it. Sometimes it just takes one, two things to not go your way, and all of a sudden, like you were just talking about, the momentum starts to to roll downhill, and you can't stop it. It's like who's to say that first game? Now I don't think the Giants are are, are as good as the Dallas Cowboys, but they got smashed in that yeah, game. They did. They marched right down the field, and you have a couple things happen. And all of a sudden, you look up at the end of the game; it's forty to nothing. Like if if something if if they score if if they end up kicking that you know what I mean they end up kicking that field goal. Yeah, one thing happens and it starts snowball snowballing out of control. And I think you had an opportunity there instead of going for it on fourth down, where you kick the field goal. Now, I know, I know there's no guarantee. The people argue there's no guarantee you make the field goal, but say you make the field goal, it's a, a sudden, very makeable field goal, though. Right. Well, you kind of put a stop to whatever momentum that San Francisco thinks that they're building. Okay, we got three. Now it's only you know what I mean. Now it's only fourteen. Two scores. Come on, let's go. Yep. And then you know your defense turns around and gives up a field goal. Now it's back to seventeen. Another nasty uh, retort to RJ. Good. Mark Gregory, do you realize how smug you see this one, RJ? And obnoxious you come off on the radio. For a guy with zero championships in three decades, your passive-aggressive trash talk is very off-putting. Where is this coming from? (laughs) For some reason, RJ has pressed all the wrong buttons today with the people. I found this, so just for this instance, if you didn't like that, and it's not passive-aggressive, it's just just my thoughts on the game. Um, Because a lot of people, and I'm picking up a, a, a sense here of like, you don't know, you had no idea what was... Would you agree? Like... You got lucky. You had no idea the game was going to play out this way. You're fortunate, right? That's the, and, and I think I think you admit you're fortunate. But to say I didn't, I I don't know one percent. I never saw this coming. Oh, really? We're saving this. Let's go back to Friday. I actually think this game could turn based on Dan Campbell's aggressiveness. He will go for a couple of fourth downs. Maybe he'll get one or two, but will give the Niners field position. And most importantly, the variable. Debo, yes, the son will be in attendance, and that's in our favor. Debo's son's going to be there, and that, you think, makes all the difference? I think Debo's son probably will be there, but Debo and the son and his son, so they'll all be there. Great. Give me the Niners. You really don't like me now, do you? Wow. Wow. That is is the best thing he's ever done. Don't ever say that I don't understand football, ever. It saved it for three hours and 51 minutes. There's nobody better when they're backed into a corner than RJ. I've I've been staring at that cut for the past three and a half hours, I'm like, oh, what, what is that doing there? What is it? It just says Friday prediction. It doesn't say who it's from. Oh, I'm like, it's so good. I said, like, wonder what that's for. He didn't play it during Stuff You Missed. He held it. He held on. You know what he's it. like? You, you, this is going to take me a minute to explain. That's diabolical. I love but it. You, you ever see the movie? I don't even remember the name of the movie. Great. Is it it's Chang'e the, Lang? It's, it, no, it's, it's not Chang'e Lang. It's the <laughs> one with, with, like, De Niro's in it, Kevin Bacon. And, is this and, like, to help my case or against me? No, it's, it's, to, it's to help your case. Okay. Badminton. No, not Badminton. <laughs> it, it's the movie when, like, they're... they're uh, is it Rat... Not Rounders. What is the name of that movie? Oh, which one? They, they, they go into, like, a, a boys' institution and they get... Chang'e Lang or they something? They get abused and they come out and, then like, years later, they... Oh, they, I know. Brad I know, Pitt's in it. I, I forget the name of it, but I know the movie you're talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Chang'e Lang. That's not Chang'e Lang. So they... they the, the main guy, he waits like 30 years for his revenge. And then he walks into like the bathhouse and he shoots the guy that he's been just holding I don't like this. this. Sleepers. Hol- Thank you, sleepers. Holding this revenge against forever. That's RJ. Well, you could he say- has this cut at 5 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and he waits till graphic. now and 
Boom! And, well, and to be fair, I'll be honest with you. Much like sawing off the foot, that's a bit extreme. I, to be to be honest with you, I wasn't going to use it. I was going to say, you know what? Yeah, and yeah, have I been a little smug today? Yeah, of course, I would tell you that. Uh, but I wasn't going to play it. But Boom! Do I know as much as Dan Campbell? Of course not. Uh, Obviously not. But, but you can't say I. There's no. I had no idea. A little bit. A little bit. So oh my God. at this moment, right now. You feel like you're better than everybody else. Absolutely not. Yeah, Absolutely not. He should, and I, and I don't blame you for it. He should. Am yeah. I the only one? Am I the only one in the in the room that saw Dave when he shot the shotgun? Boom! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like your I comparison. didn't see it. I wasn't looking at it. Bad uh, job. Bad job. <laughs> <laughs> he reacted like he had a real shot. <laughs> Dave's into that movie, apparently. <laughs> uh, you know what? I am nothing if not following through the entire way. Raymond, three stars. Today's three stars. I mean, how do you top that? Uh, well, we'll start with Rex. Number three. Rex had the smoke for everybody. Here, Lamar, Niners defense, Mike Vrabel. Here's the one where he goes after Lamar. Two times this guy's won the MVP, and that's, that's more of a reflection of their defense than it is him. To me, it's like, what do they got? One win in those two MVPs? They got one playoff win? Smoke for everybody. That's Rex. Number two. Uh, the, the season's running out. We got we to gotta have other sports to watch, things to watch. Maybe, uh, Dave? That's badminton. It's not badminton. It's badminton. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you going to watch a shuttlecock fly all over the place? <laughs> <laughs> you're... You're the best, Dave. Let, never let anyone tell you you're not. Number one. I mean, you just heard it. RJ, he, he he was prepared. He was ready. You could send all the nasty emails you want. Rick, Rick you dropped this in the show and you thought I missed it. but I'm your huckleberry. And RJ was was the huckleberry today. He was Doc Holliday. He, he, sh- he had everything, as Dave said, the shotgun blasting anyone coming at him. Has the Friday prediction. Holds on to it the entire show, only to bring it in this last segment. And just humble everyone. RJ, you should feel smarter than everyone else because today you are. Wow. Wow. So we're cool. here to witness RJ's rise to prominence. And we'll have more of this tomorrow. For now, it's rule the 76. No excuses. Play like a champion. It's DPH or Rothenberg. And congratulations, RJ. You carpe omnia the hell out of this thing. On 987 ESPN. That's badminton. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.